Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Snooby.com Podcast. Your signals are coming in fine tonight. This is the Snooby.com Snooze Podcast with the latest Swedish snooze news, reviews, and industry insights. Here's your host, Chad Jones. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Snooby.com Snooze Podcast. This is episode number 33. Today is July 1st, 2022, so it is a brand new month, and uh, we are sitting here in the summer, enjoying the heat, and ready to talk about snooze and everything in between. So as we always start off, I uh, I, I do do a little bit of uh, housekeeping. Um, first thing you may notice at the beginning of our podcast now, there is an ad for Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is where the podcast here is hosted. Uh, so they will actually give you like, you don't, you don't make much. I mean, like I make pennies per podcast, but if I run their little ad before my episodes, it can bring in some revenue. So, uh, that's why that it's at the beginning of the episode. Also, thanks to our friends at the snoosedirect.com e-store in Sweden for helping us get the podcast back on the air after a long, long break. As I always mention, this would not have been possible without them and also Prilla.com, a U.S.-based uh, nicotine pouch e-store. So, they do deserve a, a big thank you from us uh, for helping us get the podcast back online. So a massive thank you to them. Okay, so snooses of the day. Today I'm actually filming some reviews in the Odin series. So the snooses I have with me today are Odin's Original, Original Portion, and Odin's 69 White Dry Portion. I think we're going to go with Odin's Original, Original Portion. Got that cracked open there. And uh, we'll go ahead and pop this in here. I'm not doing a video of this podcast. I, I did a video of the last one because it was kind of an important one in regard, you know, in relations to Snoopy.com and whatnot. So that one did get a video, but just for future reference, I'm probably not doing videos on these just because I find it a lot easier to just keep these to being audio only. So that's probably what I'm going to keep doing. So thanks for tuning in. I've been happy to see the, the listen counts on these podcasts have been really high. So a lot of people are tuning in and listening, which makes me me very happy. So I'm going to go ahead and take a drink real quick. You guys can't see that, but that's why there's going to be a pause for a second. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, so onward to housekeeping stuff. Uh, our video channel has fully moved over to Utreon now. Uh, I talked about this in the last episode, how YouTube is uh, waging war on nicotine. I'm not going to talk about that in this episode, but just for some housekeeping, we have fully moved over to Utreon. All of our videos are there. I spent the past two weeks going through videos individually. And I got to tell you guys, it's it's been a chore because I've had to go video by video to do this. And it's a lot of work. Uh, I have over 2,000 videos. So I've been having to go through there and change the notes in the video because some of them would point to like go smokeless, like our old uh, our old forum. Um, so I had to go in and just correct all the, the, the metadata. And also playlists. Utreon doesn't have a very good organization system right now. From what I've heard, they're working on it, but I wanted to at least sort all our videos into the proper playlists, snooze reviews, nicotine pouch reviews, snooby news, stuff like that. So I was able to go ahead and get that done, which which did help out a lot. Um, they don't really let you sort the playlists. That's supposed to be coming soon. So eventually, if you guys are watching our videos there, I'll be able to sort the playlist like alphabetically so you can scroll through the reviews and find exactly the right review you want. But just for now, um, it, it's a work in progress. It's something that I'm working on and it is, it is taking a little bit of time. 
Now, lately, what have I been up to? Um, been doing some good reviews lately. A lot of uh, interesting products have come out. Um, our friends at Canadips have launched a new one, a new CBD pouch, uh, Canadips Papaya. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, I'm a big fan of their products. You can use code SNOOBY15 at their website to save 15% off, and it helps support us. So if you've never tried Canadips before, they make a great CBD pouch product. I'll probably try and have them on the show at some point. We can, we can talk about them. But I definitely suggest checking them out. Um, nicotine pouches, I don't talk about them much on this podcast, but just to do a quick reference to a video review I did lately, um, Velo has launched a new one called Royal Tea that I did a review of, and it's an interesting nicotine pouch with a bergamot flavor. So for those who are doing the tobacco-free nicotine pouch thing, there is an alternative now that actually does have a flavor similar to Snooze. So if you've never had that one, it's, it's an intriguing one. Now, the one that's the most interesting to me, I'm going to talk about this a little bit, is Grizzly. So I, uh, I'm i not a big dip guy. I like my snooze, but I will occasionally use dip uh, just to, you know, for something different because I, I love tobacco. Grizzly is probably my favorite brand. They, they have a product called Grizzly Natural that I really like. It has a really nice tobacco flavor. Um, so recently I reviewed Grizzly Natural quote-unquote snooze. I have to do the quotes because you can't see me doing the air quotes, but I assure you I'm doing them. Um, so Grizzly launched a new one called Natural recently. To, to backdate, though, uh, back in 2020, they started test marketing, and I, I tried out their mint and their wintergreen, the ones they first launched with, and what I found was that they were basically camel, quote-unquote, snooze, but rebranded as Grizzly. So the Grizzly mint is like camel frost in a new tin, and then the Grizzly wintergreen is a camel winter chill, but in a new tin. I, I think it's all marketing, to be honest with you. Um, I know with camel snooze, they kind of market... Um, quote-unquote snooze. I did do the air quotes, but you can't see them. <laughs> they kind of market to smokers because their ad campaign always says when you can't smoke, snooze. I always took issue with that because for me, snooze is a, a smoking replacement when you use good, real Swedish snooze. But camel snooze, quote-unquote, is so low in nicotine that it is a, it, it's more of a supplement. It's something they market that you can use when you're not smoking to kind of make you a double user of their products. With Grizzly, I, I am suspecting it's marketing, but marketing towards a different crowd. Um, so for example, the Grizzly uh, uh, snooze, quote unquote, uh, is, is marketed towards dippers. So people who want to enjoy a spit-free product, they say use our, our snooze, quote unquote. The Grizzly Natural. So going into this one, I was very hopeful. I mean, honestly, for years, I've been hopeful that an American company would get it right and make a good quality snooze in the U.S., Sadly, no one's done it yet. It just hasn't happened yet. But I was hopeful. I thought surely Grizzly may get this right because they make a heck of a smokeless product. So going into Grizzly Natural, I was hoping for that rich, smoky tobacco taste that you get with Grizzly Natural Dip. My best attempt at a southern accent. I know I, I live in the South, but I, I just I never develop much of a southern accent. So I popped the can, I put one in, and sure enough, it wasn't Grizzly. It was rebranded Camel. So if you ever had Camel Robust. It's Grizzly Natural, quote-unquote, snooze, just in a different can. So I was very disappointed. I was hoping that they would make a snooze product that was authentic and flavorful and that would be reminiscent of their dip products, but that is not the case. So if you see the Grizzly Natural, well, Grizzly is expanding their, their quote-unquote, snooze line. I've seen it all over here in Arkansas. Friends have seen it all over the U.S. Mint and wintergreen mostly. My friend Paul out in Virginia found the natural for me and sent it over, so I, I do uh, want to send him a thanks. But I don't think that one's gone national yet. So if you, if you see it, 
you know, you can try it out. It's not awful. Um, I mean, it's it's sweet. It's good with a beer. It's good with a sweet tea. But on its own, not something I would be using. So just wanted to add that in. All right, so today's episode is actually curated by you guys. I didn't really have an agenda for today. I had some of the things I wanted to talk about, but uh, mostly I wanted to see, you know, what's up with you guys? What do you guys want to talk about? So our friends all over uh, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Instagram, everywhere have uh, sent in some uh, things that they want discussed. So I'm going to dive into that. First of all, people want to talk about Artisan. I know. Artisan Snooze is still coming. To give you an update, guys, um, our friend uh, John D JPD zero uh, two eight on Twitter says, "I want more artisan talk. I don't care that it's been delayed, however many times. I'm still pumped for it." And our friend uh, KX eighty on Reddit, "What's the good word on artisan? Sounds like you're close." Oh, you guys, we are tremendously close. Like we're at the finish line. It's being produced right now, so it's not vaporware. It's not something I'm talking about that's not going to happen. It is going to happen. Uh, this week we've actually been blending and grinding the tobaccos and, and flavoring and all that. So it's in production right now. Uh, the labels will be here soon, and it will launch within weeks. So we're hoping in August it will release. Uh, but very exciting things are going on this week. I mean, we've been blending it and grinding it. I think we're going to pouch it before too long. Well, if we get time. Uh, for my American audience, if you don't know, Sweden goes on vacation for like the whole summer. I'm very jealous. They get like something like three or four weeks paid vacation just just because they're Swedish. It's so cool. I wish we had that here. So the factory will be shutting down for a while. So what we're trying to do is get it blended and stuff and into the chillers so that we can pouch it uh, and release it in August. But it is in production right now. So that's as serious as it can get. Like it's being made right now. So that's very exciting. Uh, Joe McDermott on uh, the Snoopy Facebook page says, Artisan chew bags available for the UK market? Um, yeah, we are going to make some chew bags. I've mentioned this before. Um, we're only starting with two flavors, um, Signature Blend Original and Signature Blend White. Uh, the snooze is obviously coming first because that's the most important, but we will be doing chew bags hopefully next. Um, we, we, we've been talking about doing some nicotine pouches, mainly to help kind of pump some funds into the Artisan line, but to be honest with you guys, I'm... You know, I'm not a big nicotine pouch user. Um, I, I'm kind of past making nicotine pouch products, but I will continue to, to consider making them because there are people who can't get snooze, and there's also people who use nicotine pouches. So, you know, whether or not I make them in the artisan line or I call them something else, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of these products, but I may make some because people use them, and it'll also help fund me making more snooze. So at the end of the day, that's not a bad thing. All right, um, some snooze topics. Let's see what we got here. Uh, MGXNEAGK on Reddit says, Is there any way to use loose out in public and be able to talk, smile, and drink coffee without it falling out? I mean, I don't really use loose in public, but I use loose at home, and I can tell you mine is usually not visible. Um, I, I bake a pretty good-sized Slim Prilla, and I put it up under my lip, and it stays packed pretty well. So I guess it would have to go back to your method of how you're making your Prillas. Um, I've, I've done a hand baking video. No, it's not up yet. I have one that I'm working on right now. Um, but basically I do my little ball and then I kind of slim it out and then I put it in my lip. So the slim Prilla stays in place very well, like a slim snooze portion, but it's not one that you have to worry about like falling out of your lip or anything or being visible. So just try to slim out your Prilla a little bit and that should, you know, help out a little bit. Okay. Um, KX80 on Reddit. Uh, asked, did the PM buyout stall still in play? Implications either way. Seems like it's, I don't know, from what I've read, it, it seems like it's 
in the works or maybe paused. I don't know. Um, it's it's very uh, it seems very up in the air. Uh, I haven't seen much on it lately. Uh, the last I heard was there was some stuff going on with like the investors um, looking at that. So it is still in play, but there's not much lately going on. Like the last news we had on it came back in May and uh, the investors were kind of split on it. Um, so um, I haven't really seen anything lately, to be honest with you. Um, it seems still, you know, pretty, uh, pretty up in the air. Um, their offer document uh, is public now. So that came up about a couple days ago. Let's see if there's anything interesting in that. Uh, so that's that's a public document now, so we can actually see some of what they're what they're asking in this. Um, oh, of course, it's in Swedish, <laughs> so we may have to translate. It looks like a 161.2 billion SEK, so 16.14 billion U.S. dollars is what they offered to them. That's a lot of money. I guess they Zen is worth a lot to them, so. That's a lot. Um, so the offers approved and registered by the Swedish Financial Supervisor Authority. Um, the acceptance period of the offer starts on June 29th and ends on September 30th. And then they say settlement is expected to commence on or around October 6th after that. So it looks like it's the offer's been made, it's published, it's accepted, but um, nothing lately uh, on that. Uh, that I've that I've heard of, so I guess it's kind of up in the air, and then we'll see uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, again, I'm I'm not that hopeful for it. Uh, I I don't want Philip Morris to kill Snooze, and my my biggest fear is that they're going to focus more on nicotine pouches, and we're going to see less Snooze. So you know, I'm not one who's been that encouraging of it, or one that hopes it's going to happen. I'm honestly hopeful that it that it may not happen. But again, you know, it just, for me, that's really roots back in my love of snooze. So nothing really interesting has happened lately. It seems like it's up in the air. So I guess we'll wait and see what happens. Okay. Um, Daniel Hia Tanan on Instagram, Hia Tanan. Uh, I would really appreciate it if you could discuss beginners to snooze and getting used to snooze slash nicotine pouches. By that, I mean nausea and the dizziness that you may experience the first times and getting past that in order to appreciate the lovely product snooze. That's an interesting subject. Um, one thing people have to remember, especially if you're quitting smoking, is that cigarettes don't have as much nicotine in them as snooze, something like one to two milligrams. And snooze is usually baseline about eight milligrams. Now, when I first started uh, snooze, I quit smoking with four milligram snooze, uh, a mini portion, because that was like double what I was getting from a cigarette. That's why anytime I talk about this, I, I never understand the need for, like, Siberia and stuff. Nobody needs anything that strong to get nicotine satisfaction. But it is what it is. So I quit with 4 milligrams strength. I, I will say this. One of the first snooses I had at 8 milligrams um, was Jacobson's Ice Fruit. It's not made anymore. But I remember trying an 8 milligram snooze and getting dizzy. Like, so this is a real thing. People do experience this. My best suggestion is if you use a nicotine product, whatever it is, if you get dizzy from it, use something less strong. That's your body's way of saying like, hey, uh, this might be a bit too much for us, man. Like we need to, we need to back off a little bit. So uh, if, if you get dizzy from using something, my best recommendation would be, hey, maybe this is too strong. Maybe we shouldn't be using this. So anytime that happens, 
look at what the next less strong snus is. You can get all the way down to mini portions that's like four milligrams of snus, which is barely anything, but it's still stronger than a cigarette. And I know a lot of people use that and they're, they're just fine. So my suggestion is, is if you feel like you're getting too much nicotine, don't use that product. Use something less strong. Um, our friend Adam Skellen on uh, LinkedIn, also on Facebook, uh, mentioned uh, 101 reasons why Clack Key was the best snus ever made and should be brought back. I still live in hope. I, you know, this snus gets talked about so much. Honestly, I'm surprised Swedish Match hasn't brought it back yet because it gets talked about a lot. Um, for those who may have missed it, this was around when I first started snoozing, you know, like 13 years ago. And uh, it was a, an original portion, kind of like a stronger version of Rotolacket. Uh, very popular. A lot of people really liked it. The name uh, meant Fight Club. The commercials had fighting in them. Um, the can had like blood spots on it. I take a drink there real quick. Um, it's really popular. But then it was discontinued. I, I never really understood why. Now, fast forward to now, I absolutely think it should be brought back because it's a, it's a, it was a good snooze. Going back to the Philip Morris merger, though, we probably won't see a lot of new snooze products if that happens. But um, Swedish Match absolutely should bring it back because I think it would do really well. Um, Rotolacket should be available in portions. Rotolacket and Primafent should be available in portions. There's no reason that they're not. Uh, Tray and Care should also be available in a loose. Swedish Match, if you're listening, go ahead and get a, get a piece of paper real quick. Get yourself a pen. I'll, I'll start over, okay? I am going to go through your catalog real quick, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you what you need to change and what you need to add in order to make yourself a whole bunch of money. Uh, so while you're focused on nicotine pouches, I'm going to give you an outline of your snooze line. So we're going to start with Catch. Catch Licorice is a great snooze. You should make an original portion version of that. Um, Eton, uh, very good snooze uh, for people who like that sort of thing. Not really my favorite, but you should have a slim portion version of it, and you should have a version of it in the X-Range series. Um, Grove, let's see. I don't really have any complaints about Grove, or nothing I'd add. You should do an X-Range of it, though. The slim original Grove, that was a, that was a good one. Yotaborg's Prima Fent Loose should be available in the portion format. Probably original portion, because that would get the flavor of that tobacco out even better. Uh, Mustang. Well, we don't have any. Nick and Johnny. You should bring back the original flavored Nick and Johnny. It was a really good snooze. And bring back Nick and Johnny Loose. Another very popular one. Rotolacket, as I said, should be available in a portion format. Original portion and white portion. Uh, no reason those products are not on the market. And then, of course, uh, the Lab Series. You should have a loose product of that because it's a great tasting snooze. And then lastly, Tray and Care. There should absolutely be a loose and definitely an original portion version of that one. So Swedish Match, there you go. I've just given you a good uh, outline of products you can launch and uh, a way for you to make a, a butt ton of money. So take notes. I won't charge for those ideas. Go ahead and release them, and I guarantee you you're going to make a ton of money. Okay, this is a fun one. Uh, our friend uh, MGXNEAGK on Reddit sent a couple of questions that I thought were really cool because they talk about uh, pricing, and uh, I, I, I dive into this sometimes, but it's a fun topic to talk about. Um, a lot of people buy snooze and don't really care about the price, but there are some who are budget conscious and price conscious, and they're like, hey, what should I be using to save a little money? So our friend there, he says, can you address budget brand snooze like the Granite Loose that costs $2.69 instead of $3.99 average? Ugh, address if this is worth the savings. Sorry, I'm tired. It's been a it's been a long week. Um, okay, so pricing. We will start with uh, we'll look at loose first. So um, 
Well, a lot of this, you have to look at the price and the amount of uh, the weight of the can. Uh, I'll start at the top and I'll go price per gram to the lowest. So General Loose uh, and Scroof Loose are both $3.99 a can with 42 grams. That's uh, 9 cents per gram. Okay. So let's go down to Knox Loose. $3.29, 40 grams, 8 cents per gram. Odin's Original Loose, $2.99, 40 grams, 7 cents per gram. And then Granite Loose, $2.69, 40 grams, 6 cents per gram. So honestly, you're not saving much with Loose um, in, in comparing to each other because the prices vary between 6 cents per gram and 9 cents per gram. I mean, that's not much. Uh, I mean, if you used, let's say you use a can of loose, um, per day. So that's, uh, $3.99. We'll do 365 days in a year. That's, uh, 1456, 1456 US dollars. Let's say you go all the way down to the bottom and you do granite loose. Say you use a can a day, 365 days. That's $981. So $14.56 minus $9.81, you're saving about $475 a year if you go from general to granite. I mean, that's I mean that's not much savings. Um, that would get you, uh, let's see how much that would give you a month. So just in a month, that'd give you about $38 a month. I mean, that's something. That is a savings. But just to my eye, that's not really saving too much. Uh, that's just a difference between of, of like three cents per gram. So, I mean, you can use cheaper products and yes, they will save you money. If you want to save $450 a year, you can use granite. Um, Odin's original loose looks like it'd be cheaper as well. Um, so really it depends on you. If you want to save money, absolutely you can, but it's not a lot. It's not the diff like the difference between smoking and using snooze. Uh, it's, it's still uh, negligible. Now, this is another interesting one. He talks about um, the cost savings of loose versus portions. Uh, now this is where you can really save money. This will actually save you money. So um, we'll, we'll look at Swedish Match. Uh, General, Grove, Aton, their portion products are 24 grams. So $3.99 a can. I use these prices from Snooze Direct. Uh, I, I just pulled from there. Uh, is, uh, so for portion, that's 16 cents per gram. Now loose, 42 grams. You almost get twice as much snooze in a can of loose as you would in a, a can of portions. I use about a half a can a day of portions myself, which means I'd use about a quarter can a day of loose if I did loose only. $3.99 or $0.09 cents per portion. So for me, let's, let's split this up. Half a can a day looks like that cost me $728 a year. Um, loose, I'm using about a quarter, I'd use about a quarter can a day. That's $0.99 cents a day. So for a year, that's $361. So $728 a year versus $361 a year in snooze. Um, that is a, I mean, that's a pretty decent savings, I guess. That's $367, about as much as you'd save if you looked at budget um, looses as well. So looses, loose. I don't know what the what the plural is of loose. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look that up. But about $1.99 a day for snooze. That's still cheaper than smoking as well, might I add. Um, so loose is definitely uh, a way you can save money as well if you wanted to switch from loose to uh, to portions. I mean, what I said above is if you use a can a day, but most people, I don't really know many people who use a can of loose a day. So 
That depends on you. But that is an interesting subject. I'm glad you submitted that because that was kind of fun to, to dive in on. Okay, this is a, here we go. This is a general question. Our friend Joe McDermott on the Snoozology Facebook page says, why Xbox is better than PlayStation? Okay, so I'm glad Mrs. Snoopy's not here. She's actually in class, so she, she would have had some thoughts on this one. Um, I am a PlayStation guy, but I, I have both. Um, every generation, we, we've had both. Uh, I had a PS4, she had an Xbox One. I have a PS5, she has an Xbox Series X. Uh, we play on both. Um, but, I mean, honestly, I, I will say Xbox does some things better than PlayStation. Um, I am always very jealous of her Xbox Game Pass because there are so many games on it for free. Well, not for free, but you pay for the membership. But you get what you pay for. Um, for me, PlayStation, I like the controller better. Uh, I just, I, I think the Xbox One's a little bigger than I, I prefer. Um, so PlayStation, I like the controller better. Xbox, I like the Game Pass better. Um, I like the way the PlayStation 5 looks more than the Xbox. The new Xbox looks like a mini fridge. Uh, so, I mean, that doesn't really matter. The gameplay is what matters most, but that's one thing. Um, the, I like the new PlayStation uh, Plus. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of classic games on it. There are some, but I am hoping that they, they make it more like Game Pass and have a ton of PS1 and PS2 games. Uh, PS3 and PS4, yeah, there are some good games, but really what I want is a lot of PS1 and PS2 games. So I'm really hoping that the new PlayStation Game Pass has a lot of that. Or PlayStation Plus, not Game Pass. I get those two confused. You know what I'm talking about. Um, both are, are good consoles. I mean, there's some Xbox games I play, like Forza. Um, and then there's PlayStation-exclusive games that I have uh, as well. So, I mean, it really just depends. I am glad to have both, though, so I don't ever miss out on any exclusives. Um, Graphic-wise, to me, I'm not a big super tech game guy um it's negligible to me i don't really notice a huge difference i'm sure the differences are out there but i don't really pay attention to that hmm. and then of course one thing is the psvr super cool virtual reality setup um i'm very excited about the new psvr 2 that's coming out here pretty soon i think it's gonna be a really neat uh, device. She's never used PSVR before, so I, I told her, I'm like, wait till this comes out. You're going to think this is like the coolest thing since sliced bread. So I'm pretty excited about that. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting her onto that because I think she's really going to enjoy it. But, you know, again, both both consoles have their merits. But I'm just, I'm a PlayStation guy. I'm a PlayStation loyalist. Well, I would say I'm more of a Nintendo loyalist because that's what I've played since like the 80s. And I, I've always been up with GameCube and Wii and Wii U and Switch and OLED Switch and all that. So I, I'm more loyal to Nintendo. But as far as PlayStation versus uh, Xbox, I'm a PlayStation guy. I've had every PlayStation since the PS1. I didn't, I've never owned an Xbox until Mrs. Snooby moved in. And then we had the, the 360 and the Xbox One and the, uh, the Xbox Series X now. And I'll, I'll play games on it. I mean, it's fun. I've never really played them before me and her got together. I mean, I, I think I played Gears of War back in the day, uh, but I, I was never really uh, super big on it. I do like the cross-platform play uh, because we, we both play Call of Duty, and I like uh, I can go in the living room and play. I have my, my PS5 in the living room and her Xbox is in the bedroom. So I'll go into the living room and we'll play Warzone, and I'll play like uh, on my PlayStation, and so she'll play on her Xbox. And our friend Matt, cross-country, He'll get on his Xbox and play with us. So I do like a lot of the cross-platform stuff so that we're all in different places, but we can play uh, play Warzone together. So I think that's cool. I hope we see more of that. 
Now, I do know with the Microsoft Call of Duty buyout, I'm, I'm curious if uh, Call of Duty will go away on PlayStation, and then in which case I'll have to continue to play it on the Xbox. So, who knows? I may end up becoming a, an Xbox fan just so I can play Call of Duty. But that's kind of my take on it. Um, I think PlayStation's better, but I'm more of a PlayStation loyalist. But I think Xbox also has some things that it does right as well. Uh, so, really, both are fine. We have both. We play on both. Like, I'm not too... I'm not too messed up about it, and I'm not one of those guys who goes out on the Facebook and social media and forums and Reddit and all that, uh, dragging the other one. I, I think both are fine in their own rights and in their own merits. So, I mean, really, it's it, it just depends on what you uh, what you like to play. I think I think both are fine. So that's kind of my uh, that's kind of my take on that. So that was the last of our uh, our questions. Um, thanks to everybody who submitted some comments and questions and stuff like that. Uh, again, I didn't really have an agenda for today's episode, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to put it to you guys. I'll do my usual housekeeping stuff and, and let you guys know what's going on with, with Snoopy and Snoopy TV and all that. So it was kind of fun to craft an episode around what you guys wanted to talk about. I do have some guests in the works, uh, so we will be doing some episodes where we interview people and uh, people in the industry and talk about... Um, you know, their companies, their backgrounds and stuff like that, because I think that's fun and I think that's interesting. So I do want to get some of those episodes out there so I can, I can talk to you guys about that. So, uh, we will be doing some of those in the future. So stay tuned because some of those episodes will be coming, uh, very soon as well. And if you have anybody you'd like to see me talk to, of course, always let me know. Snoopy.com at gmail.com is my email. You can always reach out anytime with any questions, comments, or anything you'd like me to talk about or address or any particular guests you'd like me to have on the show. Of course, I will always uh, listen to you guys' feedback, and uh, I always sculpt these shows based on what you guys um, are interested in and what you want to talk about and, uh, and all that as well. So thanks for tuning in, as always, to another episode of the Snoopy.com Snooze Podcast. It's been fun doing these again. I'm really glad that we're back at it again. Thanks to uh, snoozedirect.com and prilla.com for helping us get this podcast back on the air. We could not have done it without them, so a hearty thanks to our friends there. And thank you guys for listening and being a part of the podcast. And uh, until next time, we'll see you around. Thanks for listening. So long, farewell, this has been the Snoopy.com Snooze Podcast. Learn more about the latest Swedish Snooze news, reviews, and industry insights at Snoopy.com.